right, I'm going to look up who Bumfardo is. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop wasting our time with uh... Oh, I wasn't done throwing things into it. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, all right. Hold on. Sorry, I'm on a timer. Ten years after he disappeared, Joseph Bumfardo, the Key West Fire Chief, famous for his red leisure suits and rose-colored glasses. Uh, he drove away in a lime green luxury automobile. Okay. Oh, it's two words. I thought it was all one word. No. What? No, you, you should be right. Yeah, it should be Bumfardo. I thought it was like Joseph Bumfardo. No, it's Joseph Fardo, and he has the nickname Bum, so they called him Bumfardo. Okay. Right, I think that's at the heart of most of these, that they're nicknames. You mean the bomb? The, the bomb of most of these things. <clears throat> Am I coming in clean over here? I've got no mic. <laughs> I'm in no I mic slam. I'm with him. <laughs> I'm in You're no terrible mic slam. Was I, did I come in okay last week? Yeah, you came I in fine. I, really I don't fine. think I had any problems with anyone last week. I thought quiet last week. Or when I was listening to it in the car. Maybe if your car's quiet, huh? I actually think it is. Well, Sometimes sorry. I don't even know what's there. And I should not drink this whole thing at once. Well, this is a lot of soda. Yeah, what is that? That's four one serving. It's one liter. <laughs> four hundred grams of sugar. Uh, probably more. The whole thing has. Well, it's probably two servings, right? Oh, the whole thing has thirty-nine percent of your daily carbs. That's How many serving. servings are? That's in fucked there? up. Uh, you should pour me a little bit of that. Three. So <laughs> multiply, that, multiply that by three. The nutrition facts are just for one serving. The ads aren't no, letting no, me no, read this, this article says, about Bonfardo. I was reading the per container one. Oh, okay. And uh, included added sugar is two hundred seventy. Cam, the Miami Herald's uh, headlines it has multiple different headlines about Bonfardo, and I will you have you be killing people. <laughs> <laughs> convicted on three drug counts. <laughs> Cocaine conviction. He was declared dead for probate purposes. Uh, <laughs> as far as the state of Florida is concerned, there is a warrant outstanding for his arrest. He's Wait, so he's out? He's out there? Convicted in February 1976. He jumped bail and drove a rental car from Key West to Miami and disappeared. So I wonder if he's like out there like still bustling. <laughs> and every time that Miami Herald publishes an article, where is Bum Fardo? He has to go... God, people don't call me that anymore. <laughs> it was the anymore. 70s. It's different. This is why I resulted returned to a life of crime. Entrepreneurs produced t-shirts saying, where is Bum Fardo? I gotta get one of those t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for Bum. So save that for my Christmas present. Uh, let's Vote do some quick Bum. research. Where is Bum Fardo t-shirt? Where is Bum Fardo mug Etsy? Bum Fardo is back. He's back. He's back. Zazzle. Back yeah, they, it even back. has the uh, it even has the green like car that he drove off in. What the hell? What is this local phenomenon? Where does it? Live? <laughs> this Florida? was this was Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't even weird for them. <laughs> oh jeez, I gotta get that. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fifteen dollars. <laughs> How mad do you think uh, B would be if we made this the thumbnail instead of anything from the topic? When did fart become a word that people that's, I mean, that I feel like that's been around for much longer than oh, no, like... it was invented in the 70s when this guy was born? <laughs> yeah. No, Nobody. people used to say poot. Mm. They, they I, I, his say name poot. used to be Bob Puto. Uh, <laughs> he changed it. But that means like... Or I think in Spanish, Puto. I think it's Puta. I think. There are so many headlines that just say, where is Bumfardo? This is incredible. This might be the topic this week. Every now and then. The first segment, segment, where is Bumfardo? We figured out. out.
Alright, let's do this. Let's do this. Hello and welcome everyone to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It, uh, the show where we are stirring up old forum drama from 2003. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all those people searching Control Alt Delete podcast. <laughs> for all those people. Tim Buckley probably is. Lots. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, no, this week, uh, what, well, every week, we bring up a piece of media or an experience Ooh, and we all go through it together. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. You don't know how late you are today. <laughs> no, 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 I know, but now I remember. You're remembering I remember about everyone calling him that. We were talking about people with bad names earlier, but I'm sure. Do you want me to just give up. you names from that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, we're gonna have to. It's gonna come up. This bit needs show. to be in the show. Okay, yeah. right, because right. we're gonna keep referencing. So, um, before the show started, uh, we were reading about people with funny names that could kill you or mo- could most likely kill you, and that led us down uh, a, quite the rabbit hole of trying to find out who Bumfardo was, <laughs> where he perhaps went. where he may where be. he is. He. Turns out he is a uh, an ex fire chief uh, who skipped bail on several drug charges. Uh, in a... <laughs> he was a fire chief. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and Mr. Fardo skipped bail and left Florida in a green like like <laughs> sports car. It, it's hideous. It's this hideous looking sports I'm car. I'm posting it on the Instagram right now. <laughs> <laughs> there are post multiple... The, post a picture of the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> new, new merch. Merch <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna say like people are gonna think that Bumfardo is a character we invented. All right, uh, I fucking wish. Let him think that. <laughs> this one is like clip art of the what they think he looks like, or I assume oh they my, know what he looks that's like. That's really good. Uh, okay, yeah. Anyway, Nick, please go on. Uh, so anyway, I'm Nick Bumfardo. This is a Bumfardo. Alex, uh, this is also Bumfardo. Dickless, or <laughs> Lord Winsley uh, Dicklingham, <laughs> whatever his fucking name is. Hold on, I'll let, me, let me pull this shit up. Everyone, do yourself a favor and Google where is Bum Fardo. <laughs> spelled how you think it would be spelled. You will have a good time, guaranteed. Uh, so I, Bum I am your host, Fardo. Bum Fardo. Uh, this is right next to me. We have General Butt Naked, Alex. <laughs> That's me, Richard Naked. No wait, hold on, Richard. <laughs> we have a uh, famous uh, Tory politician, a uh, Dick Brain, uh, sitting across from me, Cam. That's me. I'm Dick Brain. I'm dick brain. <laughs> how are, how are you gonna say that? What's the correct way to say it? I'm dick brain. Dick brain. Dick. Cheerio, I'm dick brain. Oh, Dicker <laughs> brainer. Dick brainer. Who was this? Fargo. And then we have oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Whitey Bulger. Seb. Whitey <laughs> <laughs> Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Are you not familiar Whitey with Whitey Bulger? Bulger? Okay. Apparently, he hated being called Whitey, but that's mm. that, which makes it that way funnier to me. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger would would be worse. <laughs> I think no matter what you're It's just, pretty you're, bad. You're Irish American organized crime boss and FBI informant who led the Winter Hill Gang in the Winter Hill neighborhood of Somerville, Massachusetts. Yeah, they made the movie about him. Yes, like, they did. Two years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? Was it? Whitey Bulger. Yeah. Whitey <laughs> Bulger was <laughs> <laughs> This is not what the episode is about. The episode <laughs> is about uh, a webcomic that uh, I suggested uh, called A Ghost Story. Um... It is by about whom? what? By, by whom? By whom? It is by B. Munoz, and I hope oh. I get pronounced that last right. name correctly because she doesn't uh, list her last name in most places. Oh, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is by uh, B, a webcomic creator uh, who has been uh, doing this for a while. She's been started it in 2015. Uh, we'll get more into that in the second segment. We hadn't exactly figured out what our first segment was going to be until we just started almost like launched into a diatribe about different webcomic shit. <laughs> so uh, I think, Seb, that you and I should just kind of uh, educate these two on some of the, some of the more uh, ridiculous things that have gone on in kind of webcomic culture all right so we all know about control alt delete most people know about control alt delete right um it's uh like a strip comic about people playing video games making stupid jokes about video games and not really being very funny right right after um after 2002 i believe everyone had a government mandated one of those where you all every single every single american <laughs> like had had a webcomic <laughs> where where they uh, sat on the couch next to their friend and made a joke about a video game they're like right. halo 2 more like Galo you. Oh, oh, oh. oh wait, hold on. We need that. No, um, so control out the lead. Uh, not was, actually that much worse than its contemporaries, I'd say. No, they're, no, they're, they're pretty, pretty average. Pretty no, actually. Um, but I think one one of the things that makes me mad about this comic, mm-hmm. the guy, the guy would. I mean, he's a work. I don't even know his name. He's Bob a work. Tickly. Bob Tickley, butt sniffer. His real name is Tim Buckley, uh, but he might as well be Bumfardo for all we're gonna. Know. <laughs> uh, Mr. Deleting, Mr. Delete. Uh-huh. Um, Mr. Delete. Mr. Um, Delete. Not to be confused with Mr. Robot. One. Um. So he he's like a work smarter, not harder kind of guy, but it kind of shows. He's a regular work smarto. Yeah, work smarto. <laughs> um, and he. What he does in his comics is he has a bunch of preset, like pre-drawn mouths, eyes, noses, faces, right? And he Imagine they were all like, on a shelf somewhere. Yes, and, he's and like, he <laughs> just kind of, instead of drawing his panels, it's just the same thing over and over again. It's clip art, and he just mm-hmm. puts it's it like together. Family guy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's actually a pretty good way of describing it. So much of family. He had <laughs> he had his fans fund a two thousand uh, dollar Cintiq Pro. Which is in a very expensive piece of like uh, drawing equipment for the computer. I have an eight hundred dollar uh, thirteen inch Cintiq, um, which like I actually draw on it. Here he is with the giant ass like two thousand dollar one, and he's just like copy and pasting like mouths and shit. He had his fans fund that for him, two thousand fucking dollars. Didn't he say it was going towards a charity and then he just oh, canceled yeah. it and took the money? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, As was the style in the time. It right, was right. Very popular to do that. <laughs> well, Penny Arcade actually does um, like that. They yeah, Child's really Play. Yeah, Child's Play, play which is... Uh, I, not to be confused with the film. Right, yeah. right. Chucky <laughs> uh, was not involved. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he might have been involved. I don't know <laughs> that much. Silent contributor. <laughs> I don't know that much. What do we... What? Do we, what? What's Child's Play Penny Arcade? It's, uh, it's, their, it's their charity that those two guys set up. But they oh, also cool. have Penny Arcade Expo, which I feel like 95... Yes. 95% of the people going to PAX, I think, don't like don't know who the two fucking drawings are on the banner mm-hmm. you know like and i'd say that's probably for the best like what that's, are you what are you missing out of that it's like how comic-con is not connected to comics at all oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one uh, hurt me a little bit uh control delete also known for the comic loss 
Ah, um, uh, yes, the classic. Man, yeah. I can't believe this didn't come up on an episode that Andrew was on, because we have, like, we've gone through that a lot of times, so, man. Yeah, I've, most people, I mean, in our sphere of the internet have seen it, and it's, so basically what happened is, jokey jokey, fun video game comic, all of a sudden shit turns, like, real, and the main character's girlfriend has a miscarriage or something, and yes. the, the... He had a very long yeah. pregnancy arc. And yeah. then resolved it by having, a, by, with a wordless script where the character had a miscarriage. Yeah. But isn't this just, this happened to him in real life, right? No. No? No. Oh, good now. I don't, even, I don't even think he was married. married right? I, don't, I don't even think he was married. No, this is not like a Joe Quesada, I, something happened to me in real life and I will reflect it in my work kind I of thing. I just assumed the comic was like. No, we wouldn't, we wouldn't make fun of this guy nearly as much if also, something like that had I happened to like him. I feel like if that had happened to him and his girlfriend he wouldn't have approached it but that he's way. dumb so he it's might have... okay but he looks like the main character well yes yes he just draws himself okay um yes. all right that's where my confusion because i thought no <laughs> one would be that he, dumb he wishes to... his girlfriend <laughs> what is your what is your uh what is your guys's opinion on if they're a shitty person, is it okay to make fun of the way they look? Because I yes. really want to make fun of the way this guy looks. Yeah, Let's no, do it's it. fine. It's very he dumb. has a body like a centaur if the centaur had no back legs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wait, so, all right, very, so very specific. It means, like, he's, he's got, like, a skinny torso, and then he has, like, hips, yeah. hips and legs, like, they, they oh, don't... So he's they, got hips in the middle. Right. It, oh, all right, okay. <laughs> do they lie, or do they tell the truth? Oh, all right. All I know is that drawing this guy's silhouette does not make any sense. If you drew it, it would look like a centaur. But it <laughs> yeah, too yeah, it would look like I should have been drawing hooves on it. Yeah. Um, he, but I'm. It's. I feel okay saying that about him because he sucks. Mm. Because uh, he steals from a, an alleged charity and. Um, or he sets up a fake charity to take the money, which is something that a lot of white collar criminals do. But this guy just did it in a way more dumb and obvious way. It's oh, like he actually draws the comic now. Whoa! whoa. Oh, whoa! That tape. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. And how many times do people just send him loss every time he posts? Something? Does he still do with the thing? Yeah, it's like still called he he like cancels his didn't, like fall off a cliff or something. Well, he <laughs> rebooted the universe that that was in, Ooh. and like he so doesn't have a robot anymore. Oh, I'm I, think sure still, the I think they still. I think they still. The robot is in this page that I am looking at. He had a. Oh, his name he, is Tim Buckley. Okay. He had. No, I said we said that. We yeah, said sorry. what is it? Did you I think? Hold on. No, wait. Hold on. It's perfectly reasonable for you to think that we were making that up. I would like to say Tim Buckley. That's someone's real name. Oh, yeah. He probably Dude. killed 40 people. If you're listening right now, check how many people are named Gay Bowser in the world. <laughs> in the U.S. In the U- oh, oh, really? So it's possible that people... It's possible. I don't US know that it's listed the same way. It's like the, the fourth U- most common name in Croatia. <laughs> My son's name is also Gay Bowser. <laughs> this is the show now. Seb, do you know anything about the um, the... The scandal that happened with the alleged Homestuck video game that was supposed to come out, the Hive Swap yes. thing. Yes. Uh, um, what was the deal with that? Where it's just so what Homestuck is first. Homestuck. Could we? Is it possible? I don't know uh, what it is. So I'm running, kind of okay, running web comic. Um, you've web probably comic. seen the trolls, the little short dudes with little horns and gray skin. Yes, if you've ever been um, to a convention, you've seen some of the horns. They look like you people don't know with, what it's from, but it's Homestuck. They look right. like can't people with candy corn stuck in their head and gray yes, face they're paint. They're not yeah. from uh, Saga, but they're from right. Uh, Homestuck. No, right. Saga is actually good. Okay. 
They're both comics, though. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Homestuck's like a multimedia thing. Like, like yeah. you'll click to the next page sometimes, and it'll just be a video or like a song yeah, or something. Yeah, I always thought that was actually kind of cool. Um, fans are rabid. Comic doesn't make any sense to me. Um, created by the guy who made MS Paint. Oh, MS another dude with a, with a name that sounds totally... MS Paint? MS Paint Adventures. Oh. So, so, so like, um, Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff. Yeah. Uh, if you're thinking of that. Wait, the, stairs, bro. the same guy. Same guy. Andrew Hussey. Which Actually, is, also think, sounds like a made-up name. <laughs> um, in, in universe, Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff is, like, made by one of the characters, okay. I think. Um, but yeah, so, big sensation. So Andrew Hussey goes and he wants to make a game of mm-hmm. Homestuck. So he does a Kickstarter. There Huge. are lots of freaks that want this. Yes. Huge <laughs> success of a Kickstarter, like blasted through all of its goals. Wow. And um, I'm not sure the entire boutique. story, but um, the guy he was, or the company he was paying to make the game kind of made off with the money and didn't do anything. This is why you can't use these these yeah. group funding websites. Yeah. There's no fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, like not really money, his right? fault. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I so, think the problem is that he didn't, like, he wasn't involved in any capacity. He's like, yeah, I'm licensing this out to a video yeah. game studio, so here, studio, here make a game. I don't know how make much a game. they had before, if he did enough research, if he had people vet for them. I don't that's, know, that's but millions of dollars down oh the drain. Yep. Um, so that's on a that's lighter note. Um, Andrew Hussey, funny name, worked with my favorite webcomic person, Casey Green, who maybe someday we'll do an episode on. Yeah, because that's really your like. Yeah. You don't read a ton of webcomics, Cam. I think you. No. This is the Gun Show is the one, right? The one well, that you've really. Yeah, and he also worked with the guy who does the. Uh, Bertato and Reginald comics. I can't. Think a Nidroid. Uh, yeah, Nidroid. The guy who does that. Casey Green and him have worked together. But mm-hmm. um, fucking Gun Show is like my favorite webcomic ever. It's just a gag strip. But sometimes they'll do longer arcs or whatever. They did. Maybe listeners might know Anime Club. Mm. That, that's like I definitely know Anime Club. Like a, I used to go there. A college. <laughs> you should read that if you haven't, because <laughs> it's really good. Like one guy keeps wanting to watch the same movie every night. And then, <laughs> <laughs> one guy yeah, that's freaks out and flips the snack table. It's, <laughs> it's just a really good, and he's a great artist. He's worked on the Invaders in comic books, mm. and I think he's done some stuff for Cartoon Network at some point. But mm. he's great. He's not controversial. He just gets high he's the and one that Dark Souls. He's the one that has that one fucking <clears throat> dick butt. The, the, oh, it, hey, he's dick butt. He's dick butt. butt. All right, he's dick butt. He's, he's people dick just butt. steal all of his stuff. And yes. are they all memes now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Dick butt and the, this is fine. That's dog what I was thinking. Are of. both his. Okay. Uh, the one that I always remembered him for before either of those things came became a meme is the. Uh, it's just one panel that says wizards, no sense of right and wrong, and it's just because it's like, oh, I forgot where I put my shotgun. I'll just summon a hundred more and leave them lying around. So he's just walking around with a trail of shotguns. And that's a three-panel comic, and I just explained the whole joke in more time uh, than it would take to he read also that. Did um, he uh, what he called an homage to um, the Far Side, which is a one-panel comic called mm-hmm. "Fuck Off," <laughs> one every day for. One every week for a year or something. Anyway, I could gush about Casey Green for like a Well, yeah, but this is like a webcomic experience that you have. I love... So, actually, my Casey Green story is I was telling... I was reading Nidroid, but it wasn't... It updates very infrequently. So, I told Nick in high school, I was like, man, I need a new webcomic. Nick was like, you should check out Gun Show. And then I just, like, read the entirety, like, years run of this gag strip in, like, two weeks or something. And then just... I could go through it all again right now. It's so, so, so funny. And I hope... 
He was on Talking Simpsons one time before. Wow. He's he's great. I love his specific sense of humor is really funny to me. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. What was everyone's first web comic that you can remember? Mm. Yeah. Um or I'm trying to remember the, the first oatmeal? one. Does the oatmeal count? The oatmeal probably. I read the yeah. one with the stick figure guys who said fuck. XKCD? No. no. <laughs> I, I, I just realized that all of them were that, so that's not descriptive <laughs> enough. Um, I, I, I was joking when I said that, but now that I think about it, it could have been that. Yeah, that uh, been a God, one, yeah. it's such a fucking, like, huffing your own farts, like, I'm so <laughs> much I'm smarter. I'm smartest and most nice, uh-huh. so I'm, I win. Um, my first one, I'll go first. My first one was uh, Bob and George. Mm. Um, that was the Mega Man Sprite comic, correct? Mega Man Sprite comic. Oh, no. Long, long oh, running. Man. Where um, basically it was just all the characters fucking around and... Literally um, or... Oof, no, well, like oh, Goofy. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, go- goofy <laughs> and sometimes literally, but it would not... It, it was more like in a jokey, like, oh my god. Um, and they would like reenact uh, the games, the Mega Man games. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Sprite comics are a good movie. I might have because... to Google a webcomic and see if I've ever read any of I'm literally doing that right oh, now. Oh, fuck. Like, what's the uh, one that's it's like Amazing Something? Oh, I think I found it. Amazing, amazing Superpowers. Super uh, that one's really good. Yes. Uh, that uh, I was reading that a lot in high school. Um, but, like, I, I think that might be the first one where I was like, oh, I'm going to check this. And, or, like, Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal. Or, I said, I know you really like Awkward Zombie. Oh, All those are kind of like the, the Gagaday style. There oh, are, awkward like... Zombies. I'm going to have to clear my search history after typing yeah, webcomic you know. into Google. <laughs> Wait, I you're typing webcomic into show. Google? i got to just... find it. <laughs> the, the one with stick figures saying... Yeah, I, no, there's too many of them. Like... <laughs> I could draw one right now. I had, um... There are a couple yeah, of, like, uh, webcomic writers that transitioned into, like, full-time, like, comics people mm. that I really did enjoy. Yeah. I don't know if you ever read it. Uh, what was it? Dinosaur Comics? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I love Ryan, Ryan yeah. North did those. Yeah. Ryan North? Ryan Q. North, I believe. Yeah. And then um, I, I never really got into those, but I would see them all over the place. And it was just, like, there were two static images of a dinosaur, and he would just put thoughts. jokes over them. What are these they? I bots? found them. These bitches. Oh, cyanide and happiness. There okay, all right. Oh, that makes sense. shit on that. Earth. Isn't okay. that the oatmeal? No. Aren't they no. all the same? No. <laughs> They're semi-related. I'm sorry, B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but those ones. You know what I mean. <laughs> the, the oatmeal. They have um, animations, too. Yeah, they've been doing, like, animated shorts on YouTube now. I think... They had, like, a fucking show. Yeah, they had a card game. They had a card game. Yeah. Pretty fun, I think. Yeah, that's fucked up. The Man with the Comfiest Ass in the World. Was it one of the animations that Cyanide and Happiness did? He had the comfiest ass in the world. He could sit on anything, but in the end, he got ass cancer because he sat on really table stuff. This oh. is this is webcomic. <laughs> yeah, that's on point. <laughs> Unless you have a good webcomic. Does anyone so, read linear webcomics? Uh, I have. I, I there are, are there are a couple actually like really really good ones. I know we've brought up Kill Six Billion Demons on this before. Oh, linear like narrative. Yes. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant like I wasn't sure what you meant by linear. My, like structure or abstract. So <laughs> panels are all Oops. over the place. So linear could mean a strip comic. Hey, you had me in strip. Yeah. Um, oh, um, but I mean, uh, Seb, I know you and I both used to read Ava's Demon uh, yes. for, a, for a while. Uh, Ava's Demon, who... That kind of fits into our earlier uh, our earlier thing. Yeah, they, like, nothing ever really particularly happened with uh, Michelle. Um, but she did do, like, she would do a Kickstarter to publish, like, whatever she'd already done in the webcomic as, like, an actual book. 
And then she'd disappear off the face of the planet for, like, months and be like, I'll be back in, like, next month. And then she wouldn't come back. Or she'd come back and, like, post one time. Um, which is frustrating when when you have, like, a ongoing narrative that was, like, in the middle of some weird shit. That's why I was going to say that, um, like, with social media now, webcomics are much more viable. Like, I see a lot of people doing them through Instagram because... Mm-hmm. Now I don't need to go to the website to check, especially if someone doesn't post forever. I'm still following them, so when they post, I'll see it. You yeah. Know what I mean? Though <laughs> um, I have some comments about that um, when talking about this web comic mm-hmm. in particular, because I, I was noticing as I read through that having your own website for your web comic with the arrows and everything is still the best experience, Probably. the best mm-hmm. way to do it. Because Definitely. if you're scrolling through Instagram, you might miss a page. Or like, you there's can't so hold much it other on shit. Zooming. Yeah, I'm sure they make way less money. Everything's square. Yeah, like you can't unsquare it. Um, like there's no other good platform. I mean, there used to be. Um, oh gosh, what was it? Um, I, I keep wanting to say DuckDuckGo, but it's not DuckDuckGo. There's oh Duck Comics or something like that. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. No, I, I, I believe it. That. The one where you no. run around the table? Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. That is um, good. No, DuckDuckGo is a search engine. But there, Duck, there was Duck, like Ghost. some kind of... I know, go.com. Duck comics or something like that. There, there were some... There's, there's been some like websites that are trying to be like the aggregate like... Uh, wasn't oh, Hiveworks? Comics. Hiveworks was one of those? That's one of those. Um, I think there was some kind of crazy drama with that pretty recently. Hmm. Yahoo? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, every single one of them <laughs> comes up and then they fail. So it's kind of mm. sad. Um, yeah, I, two of the big successes I would bring up as for like webcomic stuff. I mean, I would definitely say uh, we've we've talked about um, you know Kill Six Billion Demons. I would say that's mm-hmm. a success. I'd say that if somebody calls you and says we we want to make a physical book of which is like a worse version of like the thing that they that you're making. Yeah. Um, what What do you mean the physical book is worse? Like. Because you're making it's a story, you're making a story that is like made to be read yeah. a certain way. So and when, oh, when you're doing okay. a comic online, you don't have to adhere to the limits of print. Like you like, don't have to have everything be a certain page. Like remember when ratio. we were doing the uh, TF2 comics, and you could like click to have jokes appear oh, yeah, over other panels and stuff. Yeah, yeah or like people will do oh, stuff yeah. like. Oh, they have <laughs> Wait, does that mean I did a web comic before? Nick? Yes, that's yes. Right. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yes, that um, is true. Or there's an instance in, in this comic where there's like a weird staticky thing going on in the background of one of the panels, mm-hmm. um, and you you can't do that on paper. Well, yeah. if, you, if you included a little flip book on the panel <laughs> yes. that you had to put in the book, yeah. I mean, if we just enchanted all our photos like they are in Harry Potter, five hundred. Right? No, that's not like Harry Potter. It's like, like an iPhone where you could hold onto it and it would be a video. Uh, or no, yeah. you turn it. Books should it, be like iPhones. Oh. Why aren't all our books on? No, computers? the book should be like. Like on a website or something. <laughs> so, uh, One Punch Man was a webcomic. Started out that oh, way. Yeah. And now it's a huge success. Yeah. Um, so now it's a season that's it, good and it, a season that's bad. Uh-oh. Yeah, it got uh, redrawn. But I mean, the same with same with Mob Psycho and his third thing, which I haven't mm-hmm. read yet. Uh, I'd probably watch Mob Psycho. You would really like Mob Psycho, Cam. Yeah, I know. Uh, you like it when people are hilarious frauds, right? Because that's like the. What the fuck is that supposed <laughs> That's your life, what? right? <laughs> that's you. <laughs> We can go to the second segment where we will talk about a ghost story. But first, we have a little interview segment with the uh, author (laughs) of the webcomic. So after that, we'll be talking about the webcomic segment in more depth. uh, And we will see you 
on the other side. Who's to say? Far side. Hey guys, this is the interview segment of the podcast. We uh, reached out to B because it's my episode and I get to do what I want. Yes, so we talked to B this week and um, we talked to her about her webcomic, A Ghost Story, and uh, maybe a few other things as well. Um, she was very gracious to us uh, accepting this email and seemed very excited about the whole thing. And I hope we don't disappoint her with how much we talk about silly names on the episode. <laughs> but this is the interview segment. We're going to read this out. We sent her some questions about, uh, about you know, the process, about uh, her personal stuff. And I would recommend to you, listener, go check out A Ghost Story, the webcomic. It is really fun and I really like the, the world and the characters that it kind of puts together and um, I just think it's something special which is why I wanted to do this interview and uh, well Seb and I are going to read off some of the questions right now so uh, the first one I or actually I believe this is Seb's question yeah. uh, was were you influenced by other webcomics at all yeah, um, so what she says is, I grew up reading a lot of webcomics in high school and college, so I think it would be almost impossible not to have been influenced by them. One of the best comics I ever read, and has had a profound effect on how I structure plots and jokes, is... Oivind. Oivind Thorsby's Hitman for Destiny. See, the, the O has that little strike through it, because mm -hmm. it's Norse. It's funny. <laughs> um... Most of Thorsby's works are Shakespearean-level farces with sci-fi settings and a strong desire to tell a series of great jokes, as the plot, not a plot peppered with jokes. Akewood, for all its faults, is probably one of the best-written comics of all time when it comes to creating distinct character voices and writing extremely flawed and usually horrible people. I was really into Problem Sleuth slash Homestuck during its inception. Uh, will you tell us about it? Um, and prime years, and I think many people after a certain time period would be lying if they said Homestuck didn't inspire them to get into webcomics because it created an environment that encouraged creation. Mesh that with a I wish I could make my own self-indulgent story attitude and you've got a webcomic brewing in your brain. Yeah, um, so for starters I want to say I had never heard of Oyvind Thorsby's stuff, uh, Hitman for Destiny. I looked it up after uh, this interview and it really is I want to say incredibly unique, uh, and B actually posted a couple of uh, examples on her Twitter of some of the stuff that she was talking about, mm. and I was really, really enjoying that as well. It's, I think that uh, because like basically nobody is holding you down, and we talked about this a little bit in the first segment, webcomics can get unique, not only in a good way, but also in a bad way. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of special, because you get to make re all kinds of crazy mistakes that nobody else ever would. Mm -hmm. Or you get to structure a joke like nobody else ever would, which I think Akewood... I don't know if you ever read Akewood, Seb. I'm, I'm sad that I didn't bring it up during our first segment, mm. because it is something special for sure. Um, I mean, that's the thing about Homestuck, and I've only done a little bit of it, and the whole thing about MS Paint Adventures was that you could... 
uh, he would take input from the fans for mm-hmm. whatever the next command would be that the characters do because mm-hmm. it's like an old adventure game. Right. Um, which I thought was really neat. And actually, I just watched a, like a retrospective about the Homestuck fandom, and um, we give it a lot of shit, um, mostly because of the fandom. But um, honestly, a lot of creative people. Oh yeah, in there. it's yeah. an environment. Like she said, it's an environment that inspires creation, and yeah. there's nobody can say that like nobody there was say, nothing. Yeah. There was nothing of value there, you know. Oh yeah, and, and Hussey's like you know he's pretty brilliant, I think, um, just for coming up with that kind of idea, the, the whole MS Paint Adventures idea. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a, a really fun thing, and I would yeah. be lying if I said that I didn't read my fair share of Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff, which I would not oh, yeah. have without MS Paint Adventures, of course. Because otherwise, um, how are you going to get warned about the stairs? Right, exactly. Um, now, this one, I think, was also your question, right? You had a second one, so why don't you read the question off? Do you have any of your own ghost stories to tell? Now, B responded to this one with, I've never had a paranormal experience, actually. I've worked in or visited a lot of haunted places, semi-hoping that I'll have one, but no ghosts ever showed up. Pretty disappointing. I don't believe in ghosts, but I guess I want a reason to, because it would make for a good story. As it is, I got pretty fixated on ghosts in a high school-slash-college during a long, miserable, mental health, depressive episode. I felt a kind of kinship with the kind of dead that barely exist physically, go through automated motions, and are suspended in a state of unsatisfying, frustrating semi-existence. Simply existing sucks. Exploring that feeling through characters that are both objectively alive and living dead was helpful in unpacking the way that my brain was broken. Uh, I have also been disappointingly unhaunted uh, during all of my time Mm -hmm. in New England. Um, I also don't believe in ghosts, but I do think that the concept of them is very cool, and I love, I think that you know, the idea of something lingering after you die is, you know, without getting too much into philosophical stuff, uh, like, you know, it's something that everyone is thinking about. Yeah. Whether, I, you know, whether it's lingering will or, or an after effect of what you've done or yeah, just I, emotion. I got into one of those, like, fascinations with ghosts and stuff like that um, for a while. I'd stay up, like, real late and make myself scared um, with YouTube videos, but I, I'm the same way. Like, I, I'm fascinated with that idea of something being left behind and just all the sorts of things you could do with a ghost or a ghost could do like all the sorts of types there are Mm -hmm. Um, and I did I have been to a haunted lighthouse down here right where we are um, and they put on a show for you like they have like little tricks and stuff to make it seem haunted like windows slamming behind Mm -hmm. you and stuff like that Um, but yeah it makes for some fun Mm mm-hmm um, let's see. So the next one was mine, and uh, specifically just because I, I kind of love this aspect of webcomics, I guess. Um, I asked, just about all of your pages have mouse over text. Is it just whatever comes to mind when drawing them, or is that little extra bit planned out as well? Um, a little bit of both. Sometimes during the page's creation, I think of something funny slash notable to say, and sometimes I stare at the upload page and beg my brain to come up with something. I think it's supposed to be a good SEO SEO. (laughs) SEO or something. I just use it as an additional joke box. The only page without an alt text is one where Jack is rendered mute by a ghost. Quite, uh, quite ah, a fun little thing. so it's Jack's internal monologue. No, I I really don't think it is. (laughs) No, No, like... I don't know. It, that's oh, the text box is rendered mute too. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. Okay, that, that right. works. All right, we got our own ghost story head cannon coming up. Yeah, I'm sure we there are start people the with wiki. those already. Uh, I bet you there's some stuff. I know uh, there on 
Tumblr there, she, uh, I remember seeing that she would get a lot of asks about this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, on, like, the main Tumblr, I think. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's the next, what's the next one? What's the next one? Uh, oh, uh, this one is something I always want to ask to basically any creator, because I think mm-hmm. about it, and I know you think about it too, Seb. Um, how long have these creators been, how long have these characters been living in your head? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. Um, so what she says is way too long in one form or another since middle school. I started drawing them for the first time in 2012 when I was 22. They've changed a lot both physically and in terms of personality since then. Maxine used to be way more overtly depressed and low energy instead of her more fun to read about manic self that stems from a combination of a bad upbringing and a desire to rise above her station in life. Jack had zero personality. I like him a lot more now as a reliable and senselessly loyal coward with a waning moral code who gets dumped on by every aspect of his life. Poor guy. I really like Jack and Maxine as a mm-hmm. team together because I think it's really easy to write kind of a hyperactive hyperactive girl mm-hmm. uh, or, or, you know, hyperactive character and, you know, straight man character. But yeah. Jack isn't really a straight man. He's like, you know, he's, he's, he's always looking to get out of stuff yeah. at, or like... He's a deadpan man. Yeah. Well, I mean, like even deadpan maybe in some reactions but he doesn't think I don't know, I've only read the first two arcs he doesn't think that Maxine is crazy or anything you no, know no. like he's just like oh we're getting into this again I, mm. but I'm I, I'm not strong enough to say no we shouldn't do this yeah and he's also like he loves Maxine too much at the mm. same time yeah um, he's an enabler yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one comes from Cam I believe uh, and it was oh, well do you want to read it out alright I'll do that um yeah. So, Kim asks, what made you decide on the color scheme? So, she says, I didn't think about this too hard until recently. Actually, at first I was just going to do a comic in line work to save time. Uh, When I started the comic, I was a full-time student with a part-time job and full-time depression. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it looked terrible. My line work is a mess to anyone who knows the first thing about it. It's part of my long hands-on learning experience to get better. I started experimenting with a grayscale scheme to give some atmosphere to what was a bland and boring looking comic, and it kind of worked to give it a little more oomph. Having grown up watching whatever my mom was watching on TV, I was exposed to a lot of Turner Classic movies and grew up watching watching a lot of black and white old flicks. Uh, There are directors out there that do some absolutely incredible framing and aesthetic work with light and shadow, especially in noir and dramas where a specific mood needs to be cultivated carefully without losing any necessary detail. Using red as a pop color was always on the table as a way to differentiate between living people and who have red blood and ghosts who bleed black. A red-black-white color scheme is pretty boring as a concept, but it's really useful in a story where people are bleeding all the time. Yeah, I didn't think about that when we were talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, we mentioned it a lot, but I, I, and I tried to like go through this, like talk myself through it, but even then I didn't think to mention that, of course, the ghosts bleed black. They have the ichor, and that's mm-hmm. a very, that's like a, a plot important thing and like, uh, the next chapter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's like, that comes out, and um, Iker is, of course, very valuable in the world of a ghost mm. story, and I yeah. really love that. I think the only thing we got about that in the first two arcs was at the uh, the blood donation place. It's right. like Iker donation. Right, right, right. Um, and I, I wasn't sure what, what was going on with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, next question. Uh, the next question was another one of mine. Um... Storyline-wise, do you plan things out way in advance, or do the consequences naturally snowball into new plots? I noticed this um, because the the 
Oh, it's, this is something that Cam brings up in the second segment, but um, this comic, this webcomic, like, kind of snowballs one arc right into the other, like, even with minor stuff, like, they need $40, so they, so, uh, Jack ups the price mm-hmm. to, um, you know, do laundry as, yeah. a, as a chore, but, uh, this is, like, something that I, I can definitely see, like, um, with Vera and Alice later on, it's like, oh, those, you know, Jack and Maxine were just here, so this thing that looks ghost-related, I will call them instead of the professional exterminators because they were just here and they're they're in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, everything that happens, like, every arc seems to come directly as a result of the last one, so I, got, I was really thinking about this. And uh, uh, she says... She says, uh, both, much to my detriment. Uh, here's what happens. I have an idea for where I want the story to end, so it segues into the next plotline. I come up with a broad overarching series of events I want to do for each individual chapter that build up to my predetermined ending. Each chapter also usually has a planned beginning and ending. I usually map these out on a wall with sticky notes so I can look at it and make sure it makes sense. The middle part is where I get all fucked up. Usually I can fake my way through it. But sometimes I can really feel my will spinning as I try to move actors from one point to one, or from point A to point B. Uh, sometimes in the middle of storytelling, uh, you can tell I haven't read this beforehand. <laughs> uh, sometimes in the middle of telling a story, I will come up with a way better, funnier direction for it to meander into. And then it's like, fuck, why did I invest so much energy into this other thing I was doing and have to change horses midstream? I have no idea how other webcomic people do this. I am almost always sweating bullets making new pages thinking about how they will be perceived by an audience that has a lot of time in between updates to try to remember what's happening. At a two times a week update schedule, pages where things take their time happening feel excruciating just to make, let alone read. This current chapter is going to be probably almost over 100 pages, and thinking about that is making me pull my hair out. That's so much for one story! At least the next chapter I'm going to try writing way in advance. Try to keep my story as straight as can be. Um, I feel you. I know that um, uh, when you're writing characters, they kind of do what they want a lot of time. You're like, here's my plot, here's that, and then as you're writing it, you're drawing it, they're like, um, no, that's not what I want to do. And you're like, no, that's what you're supposed to do. And then they're like, no, no, I don't think so. And then it just goes in a completely different direction. Um, so I, I totally feel that. I definitely feel getting into the middle of something and then being like, oh, fuck, I have a funnier idea for this. Oh, yeah. Um, that's happened a lot making this podcast. Uh, <laughs> when I, I will get to Saturday in a week that uh, for something that we were doing, and I'm like, no way, I should have done something else. Yeah. Or, well, the, the benefit with that is that there's always next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we Because we've moved this on a cyclical, uh, you know, kind of schedule... Uh, I can always think, oh, well, this would be a good idea for next time, or if, you know, if I remember it, or this would be a funny segment, or this would be some, this is something I should do with a thumbnail or a description or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not telling a story, so I don't have that kind of, uh, I don't have that kind of pressure on me. Yeah. All right. Number uh, seven. Yes. Number seven. Um, I'll do read this one. All so, right. yes. Uh, number seven is, would you say Maxine is good at what she does? Do you ever want to show off a ghost professional as contrast? This is uh, this was one of my questions, and um, it was based on something that Cam said during the episode about the professionals. Mm-hmm. And I was I said during the episode, oh yeah, they do meet the professionals, but I was referring to a character who is not a professional ghost exterminator, but is rather a professional ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like 
part of the ghost bureaucracy, and that's what I was thinking of when Wait, Cam was shit. talking about that. I need to read more of this. Yes. This is ridiculous. It's really, really fun. I, okay. I think you I think you would like more of it. Um, but, uh, so I asked if uh, Maxine is good at what she does and if uh, there would ever be, uh, if, if um, this comic would ever show off the ghost professionals, because there are professional ghost exterminators. Um, so B says, Maxine is good at literally one thing only, and that is paranormal extermination. Her first problem is that her methods are really outdated and exterminating ghosts using old school methods is now seen like a quaint niche thing that people have a hard time imagining she makes money doing. Her second problem is herself. It's hard to run a business when you run entirely on self-destructive, impulsive behavior. Mm. Maxine will definitely clash with the pros at some point. Maybe in this upcoming story. That's actually not a bad idea. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're you're welcome from Please Don't Cast. <laughs> uh, and the last one is a cam special, because uh, after he found out that B moved to Rhode Island, the only thing he mm. wanted to ask was, question number eight, where do you like to eat in Rhode Island? Yeah. Um, we were like, have you have you eaten the weenies? There's a place in Providence, B, so you gotta if, go. Yeah, B, if you get the chance and you're listening to this, uh, we highly recommend uh, a place called Onlyville in Providence. Uh, New it York System's New York Onlyville. System Wieners. So good. I don't know if it sounds weird. It's like it's like a meat sauce and onions and celery salt and mustard. It's so good. Yeah. I have converted. I think everyone I know who eats meat, I have converted to this. Yes. Um, um, right next to a barcade too, if you're into that. Yeah. Um, but B's answer to this was, listen, here's the thing about Rhode Island. It has two things it has perfected over the centuries of its existence. Italian food, due to the enormous Italian-American community, mm-hmm. and seafood. I had never had a lobster roll until I hit this coast, and it's amazing how something that is made of, like, three ingredients can be so tasty. It's hard to find a bad lobster roll in this state. But if you want the best, you should hit one of the little food shacks on the coast. And I know Seb is an expert at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also says, get a pizza at Rosamia's. It kicks ass. Now, that is a place that I have not been to, and I looked it up, and we are going to go there soon for sure. Where is it? Um, it's not too far from North Providence. Okay. It's, we're just like, so we're, we're yeah. up there. Yeah, well, we can like. We're in Providence somewhat frequently. Yeah, I mean, like, it's what, like 10 more minutes of drive than we, than we yeah. make like, all the time. Yeah. So we can do that. B, thank you so much for this interview. Everyone, go check out A Ghost Story. And if you like it enough, uh, donate to her on Patreon uh, because it's really cool and I want her to continue making it. And that's part of why I shouted it out in this podcast. We had a lot of fun reading it. We had a lot of fun Mm. doing this interview. We're going to try and do more stuff like this in the future if you, the listener, like it. Um, I always want to try out new stuff with this podcast. Yeah. And Seth, thank you for doing this with me. No problem. All right. We will see you next segment where we talk a little bit more about a ghost story.
characters you in the could... game are like, you know that's dumb, right? Like, <laughs> that's my name. <laughs> that's who I am. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get very far into the game, but I actually don't think that Death Stranding has the worst Kojima dialogue I've ever heard. Oh, you'll get there. <laughs> it's doing it right now. I think it was probably... Probably some fucking insipid shit, yeah. like, towards the middle. Sam <laughs> Porter oh, Bridges. You can learn more about dolphins at your local library. He's <laughs> <laughs> right, just explaining basic concepts. To people. <laughs> you can mail packages to post boxes. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I know. <laughs> if you open the kitchen drawer, you can expect to find some utensils in there. <laughs> you can you... visit your bed to sleep. <laughs> I actually do need that. So I need someone to come over the comms. Why do I feel like shit? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I need food for sustenance. <laughs> Vegetables provide energy. There's something um, it, the turn pathologic. The game pathologic. Mm-hmm. You will never play, which you will never play, Cam, because you would hate it. But um, most people who do play it hate it. <laughs> but it has like a tutorial thing at the beginning where uh, a, a creature is telling you and the ca- the player character. It's like, well, you need to eat food, but he's telling you the player like because this is a game where you need to eat food and sleep in beds. Yeah. But the player character is like, what? Of course I know I need to eat food and sleep in beds. Like, why are you talking to me like this? Because he doesn't know like you know he's the player character and the abstraction. That sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So he's just getting really basic life advice. Yeah. Like, you can walk around with a WASD. He's like, what the fuck? I know how why to walk around. What are you that? talking about? <laughs> Weird. Um, so, moving on from... Uh, welcome back. Oh, we're back in. We're <laughs> yeah, back. we're back oh, in. I'm eating a Starburst. Well, <laughs> the loudest candy. <laughs> you can dispose of your wrappers in a trash can. They're usually opened by... <laughs> it. <laughs> Pressing on the lid will usually open it up. What's the loudest up. candy? I mean, Pop Rocks, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. they're more internally loud. Gum? Gum. Gum's pretty loud. Yeah, I think it's something crunchy, well, like something really you crunchy. It, you can make you it louder than... You know what I mean? Gum yeah. is what you make of it. Yeah. Just like life. Just good life advice. Uh, I think nerds are pretty loud. Because they're yeah, like yeah, all yeah, rattling yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you been online? Step over each other <laughs> you leaned forward to say that, so that I just have this nice block of <laughs> uneditable sound. Oh, <laughs> have have you been online? Just... <laughs> Impossible to compress. Uh, maxed out all the levels. You know You're driving less than these. We're sorry. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. To please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. This week, uh, I had everyone read a web comic, and they resent me for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great interview, though. Yeah. <laughs> the interview was good. Yeah, I mean, so it was all worth it. Is what you're saying? Yep. It was all worth the 30 minutes of your time that none of you did uh, before today. I broke my phone clicking so much. <laughs> You can break your phone by clicking? What are yeah, you doing to I that? I clicked too much. What are you doing to that bitch? I clicked. I had to click like 90 times. <laughs> so is this just... Went, my finger went right through that at the end. The last <laughs> is this just a, really Is this just an indictment against the concept of webcomics? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, it's, Google should make, you know, better phones. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, this comic is called A Ghost Story, not to be confused with the, the concept or the movie. Um, and I first came upon it because I... I was just following the author on Twitter because they were kept po- shit posting about Bloodborne. Ooh, and perfect. You didn't find it because you put ghost into Google and found this? <laughs> no. Well, who am I, Cam? <laughs> hey, man, you can find some good shit doing that. <laughs> you probably can, actually. You can go to a hotel like, once a week. <laughs> it's like, stay at a hotel, and you're like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. I want to look at one. <laughs> uh, so it is about Jack and Maxine, two uh, amateur ghost... Hunters, uh, ghost 
exterminators, I guess the term is. They don't really, like, get rid of... Ghost janitors is good. I like that. Um, in a world where ghosts are known to exist. Like, <laughs> yes. that, that is important. That's an important note. Yeah, that was yeah. a hurdle I had to get over. Um, and they are, like, you know, they're constantly struggling in the Cowboy Bebop way of, like, ah, shit, we need to get money. We need a, we need a job to, like, kind of move forward. Yeah. And I was we really... We have no food. Yeah. We don't have a place to live. I was really kind of drawn in by the different uh, by the different characters, by the unique st- art style uh, and like color choice of the black and white with just splashes of red. And um, I found myself like really enjoying the characters and the the world that it gets into. A lot of which I feel like I cannot bring up because uh, <laughs> yeah, we barely started it. Yeah, I but mean, we can we can spoil this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I is, we were all gonna finish this after the show. There's right? some. Uh, <laughs> There's some ghost bureaucracy stuff that I really like Ooh. right after right after where you guys stop. <laughs> and, uh, and a character who insists that she is not a ghost but has all the traits of one, uh, which I really like. And they try to like use ghost stuff on her and it doesn't work. And they're like, okay, well, now we just have no plan. <laughs> it's like that one guy from JoJo Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm not a stand user. And they're like, well, you have superpowers, so you're a stand user, right? And he's like, no, no. I, I am an alien. Your name is Patrick Stark, correct? <laughs> Yes. This fell out of your wallet. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's right. So this is your wallet. No, 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 no. Not. <laughs> so I uh, I really enjoyed this. It's something that I've been keeping up with for a while, and I wanted to share it with everyone else. Uh, this will probably not be the last webcomic related thing, but it is the last one that is like this. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is very. I I don't want to say grounded. I guess it is because it's got like you know characters yeah. that I understand as voice. people, but um, it's. You know, if I were to do another one, it would be the Kill Six Billion Demons, which is so far removed from reality that it's, like, insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also has a physical book that I can give to Cam and, and slap him wow. with it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to know what you guys thought of this. I had you read the first two arcs, uh, In the Black and Dead Ringer, uh, both uh, really kind of... The first two ghost stories, I guess, in this thing where you have each one is kind of focusing around their experience with a different uh spirit and it's it's kind of fun i, I enjoyed it so i want to know what you guys thought of it uh alex uh, since you oh, i want I you have to go first yeah. uh, you don't <laughs> i i figured you could shotgun your thoughts out there since you're usually pretty blunt with your stuff um okay uh, Wait, I start like... with someone more positive <laughs> <laughs> um they did a scrooge mcduck thing and like yeah. On like page five, that so I'm like, oh, I know why Nick likes this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they name check Maytag, and I'm like, oh, now I know why he loves yeah. this. What is that? Um, they mention because when they're in the laundry bat on the second story, yeah. uh, they say Maytag. Mm-hmm. What's Maytag? Uh, the washing machine company and you Nick's favorite commercial of all time. Oh, okay. All right, now we got something for the break, though. So that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I could tell of the. Uh, Rhode Island influence from I don't think she was uh, I don't think she was uh, living in Rhode Island at the time that these pages were being done she only moved to Rhode Island like last year oh really yeah isn't she from like the Midwest yeah yeah, and then Maxine has, like, the same kind of backstory. Yeah, but that's funny because she didn't know she was going to be moving huh. here <laughs> when she wrote that. <laughs> Fiction that's becomes prophetic. reality. Yeah. So uh, don't write anything bad happening to your characters. Instead, take the... Uh, Luckily, that doesn't happen in this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take, the, take the Paul Dini route of uh, writing yourself into getting married to the real-life version of Zatanna somehow. Yes. <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> I almost brought that up on our comics episode, but that's a different I think story. We did talk about that. <laughs> that, anyway. might, that might have come up. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, so you figured out why I liked it pretty quick. Yes. Uh, no, I don't know. It, it was fine. I really don't have anything to say. Come on. What about the art style? What do you think? Um, it's very dark, like no. visually, not. Well, I also kind of thematically. Hmm. Um, do you think that splash of color thing is hacked? I don't. It's they do it a lot. I don't know. It, like I, I feel like that's just hard to start. Word, but maybe overdone now. Me, I, I don't I know. I think that might be true. I don't know. For a comic that started like five years ago, I mean, I don't know. Because like I feel like I wasn't. We talked about like ninety percent. There are so many web comics because anyone can make one, right? Uh, I shouldn't. Anyone can put one online. Is what I mean. Yeah, you don't even you, know how to like. You don't have to even know how to draw. Like, you're right. There's sprite comics. There's um. Actually, Bob and George started was a sprite comic because the guy was like, I'm going to draw a webcomic, except I don't know how to draw, so I'm going to do sprites until I learn how to draw. And then it was just right. sprites. So, like, it just the medium just gets flooded. And I think because of that, all the ones that we remember are, like, really just focused kind of joke things. And I didn't really see a whole lot of people experimenting with what you could do with one, except for, you know, like, the stuff that people really remember like i, I would talk about a uh, kill, kill six billion demons if i was one of the people who had read it when it first started i would probably say homestuck uh it hurts really stands out to me but that's all like way later way after like people have been doing web comics for years and years and years and long long after like you could just go over that so when i see something that has kind of an inventive idea that i've never like i don't get around before like i think this kind of stood out to me i thought like there was something wrong with my page when i first click on it i'm like oh like, oh, it's just black and white. Like, I, I wonder if the image isn't loading correctly or something. Yeah, what, like I said, I think it was it's overdone now, maybe. At the time, it probably was hmm. more in Well, I thought, oh, because it's a comic, it's in black and white. That makes sense. Oh, because you read but, exclusively manga? or No, I, no I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. My... Well, it's it's not manga. But like, it's like... Uh... It's like fucking Mouse yeah. and, like, all the... Yeah, it's like Mouse. It's like... Uh, Bad bone, comparison. Bone is... Uh, Bone's not black and white. No. No, bones in color. I'm thinking about the the covers. I I see are mostly in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why my mind went to that. And then I'm like, oh, okay, they're using one color. That must be like cheaper. But then I'm like, oh, it's a web comic. Then she uses the red. I know. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, but the one. I, I the one my mind, the color. Yeah. My mind first went to like, oh yeah, they must. You know, it must be cheaper to do it in black and white. I'll be but honest. It's with a web comic. You can make yeah. it in any color you want because it's on the computer. How did yeah. you feel about the way they treat ghosts in this? Uh, okay, it seems like they have, like, it seems more, like, biblical, more exorcist, hmm. which is... I found that kind of interesting. Like, they have, in the second major story arc, they have, like, oh, this is a different culture's ghost, and I can't read Chinese. Like, right. I, I don't know what the what the Chinese tools for getting rid of yeah, a ghost I, are. <laughs> I thought it was interesting, there was actually a, she was doing a mix of, like, the, the Catholic exorcism, but then she's like, I got my witch shit and my Athame and uh-huh. you know what was all that. The throwing knife. I feel like that came out. Of no, that's way. a that's an Athame, or she called it an oh. Athame, um, which is actually like a ritual knife tool used in Wicca. Yeah, so it's like you got so you, just you got kill the ghost. Well, you no, that was to that was to bind it to something. Oh, that's that was in the comic that you read. No, but that one was that was the first ghost that she throws. Would, would you like to see one? Uh, you have a throwing knife in here? It's uh-uh. not a throwing it's knife. It's in your. I hope it's in your kitchen. It's not Please tell me it's in your kitchen. That would be so funny. <laughs> All right, yeah, that you oh man, open. she's going into the kitchen. It's in the knife plot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh 
<laughs> anyway, um, was that in the first? I thought she binds the second ghost to the sock. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's that true. Happens in both first first two cards. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Are you telling me I can throw this? No. <laughs> Why? It's more like a dagger. This is sick. This is great for our listeners. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's not like... Seb busted out the right. exact prop she was talking about, I have to say, which is, like, so good. Yeah. Cam's looking to exercise himself right now. He's really looking at this thing. He's really trying to get out of this episode. All these two more segments. No, I can do it. That Cam, this episode's cool. like a car. Yeah. Uh-oh. Two, wait, one break? <laughs> that's, that's wait, yeah. We haven't done that in a while. I know. That's, <laughs> that's, a, good one. One. that's a good one. What episode was that? We can do uh, this off, Mike. Um, <laughs> I believe that was the uh, the baby sewed uh, cook, cookout <laughs> oh, episode. Lord. We made you have a break in it. We shouldn't have had a break. <laughs> You're like, we need to have another break, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're like, this well, we one had three segments. We yeah. needed two breaks. Two breaks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I found the the way that this uh, comic treats ghosts really interesting. It's just kind of like a. Uh, mishmash of everything, like oh, yeah, every they culture. They haven't sucked him up with a vacuum yet. <laughs> right. I'm waiting on that. That's Japanese culture. <laughs> or ghost, uh, not really Ghostbusters, no, but yeah, kind of. Uh, they've got the, the mix of the fairy tale ghosts living in objects. They've mm-hmm. got the, yeah, the little kids that. haunting ghosts. And then you've got your ancestral ghosts, which so far for me has only been mentioned because they, yeah. apparently the Chinese uh, food uh, place has like grandma's ghosts is in the kitchen. And, like, living there without paying, like, so they're, like, breaking, like, a health code. Which yeah. I like the idea so, that it's, like, uh, the health inspector comes and he has to, like, t- has, like, a P- PKE meter <laughs> out. Yeah. And, like, all right, there are some spirits this here. This is not food safe. Yeah, this, this, this is this it. Cam, you, you worked in a kitchen for quite a I long time. I am food safe certified. I have a card in my wallet. Nice. Uh, I've now, seen a Slimer type ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hot dogs. Would you say that is unsanitary? <laughs> yes. Ectoplasm is physical, so you know. If you Not get safe for hot, consumption. Right. Yeah. It looks kind of tasty, like jelly. So does you know. Uh, I would mm-hmm. say gasoline. I don't know. Well, right. is not insulation. In insulation looks really good, right? Because I think your car might If you have put a gas in the fr- in the freezer, it turns gelatinous, as we all know. Uh. Yes. So, um, no. Anyway, what were we talking about? Slime mark. Ghosts. Uh, ghosts being in the kitchen, I believe. I, I thought it was. Um, it's really cool that ghosts are like such a common thing that they're like codified in law. Like, and they have different species kind of labeled and, and planned out, like, oh, this is a this kind of ghost, so we, we need one of these. Yeah, like, at first I thought they were like, oh, everyone thinks they're crazy, they're, you know, ghost exterminators, and then they're like, oh, oh no, like, they're actually, like, low-rung yeah, it's a good because it's kind of like a, a bait and switch almost at the beginning because like yeah. oh they're they're poor and they're like struggling to get by and it's like oh it's probably because people don't think ghosts are real and it's like no they're all real it's yeah. just that they're not licensed you know like yeah. Jack and Maxine do not have like a sign above their apartment door that says ghost exterminators for hire mm-hmm. they're like they're just kind of doing it by like looking around for ghosts right mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of the way the character of Maxine really comes together I think is like she's very kind of spontaneous and rushing into like all co- sorts of horrible plans so it's like oh well the ghost is in the washing machine so I have to go into the washing machine to get right. it maybe not like the best I like that Take ghost out yeah <laughs> and it's like oh shit I can't draw a protective circle around it because the wall is behind <laughs> the washer yeah I was really enjoying that sort of thing did anything stand out to you Alex like what uh <laughs> 
I don't, I don't know, man. You shouldn't have started with me. All right. <laughs> Would it be any different if we went to you third? No. No. <laughs> Seb, what did you think of a ghost story? Um, so far, I think it's really cute. Um, I was going to say when we were talking about the black and white and how you felt like that was unique, I actually, and uh, what's her name? Uh, B. B. Yes. B, you're very, very talented. <laughs> Uh, I personally don't find the black and white and red to be super unique anymore. Like, I feel like everyone kind of does it because they feel like it's, like, unique or they feel like they're really accenting the things they really need or want to accent, but it doesn't... Well, like, oh, I just realized where I'm... has something that's, like, red, though. I just realized where I'm thinking of this from. The Phoenix Wright murder cutscenes are black and white, and then, it, no, then the red shows yeah. up when yeah. somebody right. gets hurt. No, I, I see it a lot, actually, in, in art. Well, it's kind of flashbacky. That's something that it makes the, me think yeah. of. The biggest, the biggest thing for me with the red was that they it is just on every page there's something that's red. Yeah. Right. If they used it, like, when only when someone got cut or something, I think it would be... Cool. Yeah, I think bad that, example of something this comic does well is that Danganronpa has all blood show up as neon pink. Yes, it does. Like, yeah. And it is like cool. they do it to like be jarring, and I think also to get around censors. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like it's in Evil Dead Two when the guy goes into the basement and green blood. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I did like the use of the red in the exorcisms. I, th- I thought that oh, was yeah. really good, especially that first one. Those pages um, are really some yeah. of my favorite uh, pieces of art where it's like, okay, uh, the, the ghost stuff is here, but it's not like everything is not the ghost stuff. Yeah. And then when it's like, okay, we're doing an exorcism, it's like the whole page is kind of like consumed with like Latin and... Uh, like runes and red and everything is like extremely dark and I'm just a big fan of the way that's all drawn. Yeah. Um I actually like whenever she drops like a color page in between the chapters. Yeah, that was fun. I, I like those. Mm-hmm. Um I really like the one like at the, the end of coloring. chapter one. Yeah. Like just the, the, bathtub the bathtub one. Yeah. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um and I like the guest comics. That's a thing you don't really see I was in bring that like up, yeah. other areas where people have comics like Instagram or Twitter or whatever is guest comics and this is this used to be like a staple of web comics is having people do web uh, guest comics is it just because everyone who makes web comics is friends with each other or is, is that how yeah, it's or like having your fans agreed. do it or something like that or you're like oh shit I can't do anything this week uh guest comic yeah. or, you know mm-hmm. it felt very uh, tumblr to me rip tumblr but like if you were posting on tumblr you can like repost someone else's guest comic or, yeah. because you found it and then mm-hmm. you you know it's like uh, quote tweeting or whatever. Yeah, you know? right. I thought right. some of those guest comics were really funny. Um, like the, uh, like she's like in like a weird like fucked up state because she's like five days into an insomnia episode yeah. and she's like dreaming that she's got like three nephews, three nephews, and she's rich <laughs> and everything, and yes. she's um, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty cute. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, I like the humor. Um, at first, it was a lot of them just them fighting mm-hmm. um and i was kind of like eh, but it took she, me a she... little bit to like understand the relationship between jackson jack yeah, and maxine I wasn't sure like if they were like a couple or not and then they had a little kiss i was so happy it. to find out they were a couple and not like a will they won't they thing yeah that was much more oh yeah i did like i thought yeah, it was good. either going to be they are a couple or they are just friends You're right but i also like that um with vic they're they're both like fucking in love with Vic, right. and they both. She's know very it. attractive. Yeah, she is very attractive. <laughs> I, I love how they're they're both into Vic, and they both tease tease each other about it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So. Oh, big fan of like her whole bit in general. It's like, oh, we're going into Victoria's house, and it's just like all her furniture is talking. It's so all, ridiculous. <laughs> everything. The deer with the cigar is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you? Any of you guys check the mouse over text for any of these? Oh yeah, that was one of my I favorite parts. See, um, Wait, you can move your mouse. Well, if you tap if you, the yeah, image. if you click on it on mobile, it'll display it. Oh, yeah. I was on my computer. Oh, shit, I was wearing two and if you hover over it on your computer, it will. Oh, all right. I just had my mouse. It was over the like next page button. Oh, this is how I can tell you're an amateur webcomic reader. No, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got mouse, uh, mouse over text, text all the time, and, and a lot of it is like stupid. Yeah, games. that was my favorite one. It was uh, uh, the deer head is the most expensive of her uh, of. Victoria's possessions, uh, not because it's particularly rare, but because it will exclusively sp- smokes Cuban cigars. Right, <laughs> and I just like That's that. Gotcha. Happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That one, that one just like stood out to me. Like, and I did like uh, typewriter that all the other furniture pieces hate. It's just like, oh, I don't want to hear that guy fucking dinging around ever again. <laughs> yeah, but then they they genuinely worry about him when he disappears. <laughs> They're like, what happened to Ollie? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was enjoying that that section a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. You know what Maxine reminds me of? She looks like a uh, hat kid. Yeah, I can sort of see me. it. I feel like, like Ma- Maxine has, doesn't have the hair. hat, though. Maxine, Maxine has, like, those, like, really bushy eyebrows that stand out. Like, that, that makes yeah. me... Doesn't um, make me... I, I think it's because of her nose mm. and the big eyes and everything. I like the or... big noses that everyone has in this comic. Like, yeah. especially Jack, of course, who looks like... like he is a nose. Yeah. Jack yeah. looks like he's from another comic. <laughs> it's the second main character. It's, it's weird. so weird. In the guest comics, like seeing it, people but... draw him... Because they'll draw him more realistically. I'm like, no. They'll draw him like more Jack. masculine in a weird yeah. way. And I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. He should look like a goofball. He's a dork. Yeah. Yeah. He just um, happens to be tall. That's his only Yeah. yeah. Um, I, or you know what? Her nose Her nose looks like like a Penny Arcade nose. Oh. Oof. No, that's not bad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like... I don't, I, I, it's it's kind of like, weird just, to say. Just, no, it, I feel it like that's works. where I look when to, to distinguish different artist styles. I feel like I'm always looking at noses, like yeah. just the way people and uh, the way some people will ignore them at all. Like we'll just have like the suggestion noses of noses are hard yeah. to draw. They are. I I say this. I look. I am not saying that I am above this. I am. Yeah, I was, they're a fucking I, weird shape. You can't just. It's a triangle. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do a triangle. <laughs> like if you want to draw like they're all coming out like bees on canvas. Do one right now. There. It looks like a triangle. Wow, that's perfect. It's a triangle. It's really wow. good, isn't it? It's, it's got three cool. sides and everything. Bam. Yeah, three sides. <laughs> it's like you've got it. Like, I'm thinking about Animal Crossing a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I actually kind of want to continue because it, it is really cute. And I like, I think, um, I mean, this has been going on for almost five years now. Mm-hmm. So I really love, one of my favorite things to see in webcomics is seeing how the artist progresses over time. Right. Because you, you'll see it in, like, published comics, but you don't see it quite as starkly as you see in a webcomic. Right. Because you can binge one webcomic, and it, a lot of time it's, like, amateur artists, and you go through, and then they're, like, a pro. And it's, yeah. it's really Seth cool. Seth just brought out um, Awkward Zombies book. It was pretty kind of old book, right? That was about like brawl. Katie Tedrick. Yeah, that's um, that's from her. First... How's her last name pronounced? Tedrick. I Tiedrich? think it's Tedrick. How did she say it in the cover? <laughs> um, I, I, the first did, thing I thought did was. Did you know her dad is Twitter famous now? <gasps> For like being a rocket scientist or something? No, she is Why a rocket she... scientist. No, she she's like a rocket scientist. No, he he's just like he's like Kyle Plant emoji. He just like talks about shit. That's him. Or like. <laughs> 
Or no, he... No, oh. he's like that kind of thing. He just says shit and people like it. And most of the time he's talking about politics now. But that's her dad. If you ever see um, whoever, Tedrick... No, I forgot what his name is. Jeff or something. Je- yeah, Jeff. I think that's it's Jeff, actually. Name. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be good if I just guessed it? <laughs> um, anyway, I, when Suda Seth pulled out... Shut up. <laughs> Seth pulled out the book, I was like, wow, she's gotten so much better at her style. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yeah. You something that I really wanted yeah. to do, but I couldn't figure out a feasible way to do it, is that if you're... Really well. If you join the uh, Ghost Story Patreon, um, she does redone pages. And the, and so oh, she's been doing redone pages for a while now, uh, but they're just on the Patreon and they don't like replace the original on the site, which I wouldn't want them to because like yeah, yeah, like that would be weird. I know like, some uh, comic artists have done that. Like um, I think VG Cats started going back and doing that huh. at one point. Because I understand like looking at your old work and being like, oh, I want to show people my best. You know, even yeah, I like this part of this. I like this part of the story. Yeah. I like the emotions conveyed here, but I want to show people how my art has evolved. But this, and I, I wanted to show you guys like the the modern her modern style well, yeah, as I well. This is a good time to announce that we will be redoing every episode of the podcast. <laughs> right. So it's up to our current. Right, right. Be longer. <laughs> <laughs> Georgeless. Georgeless. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be fixing them. No, no. Yeah, I mean, even looking at some of these new pages, like I'm just kind of tapping through some of the, the new pages she's put out, and her control of the lights and darks is a lot better because, you know, like in the older pages, a lot of it is very washed out and gray. Yeah, it's like gray. it is black and white, but it's like very much mostly a mid tone gray. Um,. And in her new ones, she's much better at implying form in the shadows and mm-hmm. keeping those whites in there instead of making everything a mid-tone. They introduce a ghost a little later on that is like looks like straight up a Pac-Man ghost that I really love. Really love that character. All right. <laughs> like, just like... Blinky? Like, yeah, I'm talking like... I'm thinking talking five, like, baby. I'm talking like sheet with eyes. <laughs> uh... Talking to people, kind of but it appears to be solid. <laughs> blinky, so like, blinky dummy thick. Blinky's kind of thick. So like, you could, you could, if you, if you pushed Clyde over, do you think that he would like roll around, or do you think he would just go through the floor? No, he would fall flat like a piece of paper. <laughs> He's just like two D, <laughs> yeah, yes. completely flat. All right, I was just trying to think about the shape, like the cursed like bowl shape things that they give them. Uh, but like, yeah, I really I think that that's part of what makes it so fun going through this for me is that like. I'm, I have the benefit of binging this all years and years after uh, it's originally started. So yeah. I can, like, burn through, you know, 30 pages in a day or whatever. It's something that took, like, almost a year to, to happen or whatever. Like, that's – she does two pages a week. But um, – or she does now. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, like – that's so much time to go through at once. Like, to just go back and read so- through someone's That's that. how it was with Gun Show when I went through the whole thing. It's his art style yeah. completely changes. He and so does his joke man. telling, like – like yeah, but he still has the same sense of humor. If you like, if you take anything away from this episode, obviously you know, follow Casey Green on Twitter. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> we'll get that. Um, um, yeah, I I like binged Kill Six Billion Demons in a couple days. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing about that is I'll binge something and then I fall off, even though I really liked it. Right, that's where the social media thing comes. No, that's good. I feel like I like that. I like to kind of do it in like stops and starts because if I. I'm keeping up every day I'm going to get more anxious like come on when's the next page you fuck but I don't want to be like putting that kind of pressure on anyone yeah, you know you just got to harass them on social media oh yeah that's what the social media thing is bad what's the next video coming out Jakey <laughs> update please this isn't the content I wanted he just posted the video yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, do people? I, I bet Eric has people like that. Comment, comment, oh, Eric. Oh. Like just like the 
He's like, when are you going to run out of your long hair clips? Like, just I fuck, yeah. could not <laughs> believe he still <laughs> yeah, has let's them. Let's do the Eric when, corner here. Um, <laughs> it's great. Whenever he, he, like, posts something on Twitter, people are like, is this for a video? Yeah, it always is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, right. it is. Um, you comment the most and block. Video. <laughs> <laughs> the video. Uh, anyway. Oh, okay, so one thing back to the... Uh, Art style evolution. We talked about that. Uh, the, about... the website layout. Uh-huh. It is very, like, even though it was made in 2015, um, I was actually going to do this, like, okay. So I had a senior project in 2015 at school, and I made a comic, and I was going to put it on the internet. And I was going to do a website exactly like the way hers is laid out, just like every single other webcomic author. Right? And you might think, oh, it's overdone. Oh, they all look the same. They look like they're from, like, Web 2.0 or whatever. Or web 1.0. I forget. What what web are we on now? 3.0? God, I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, it looks like Web, web 2.0. Um, but it still works. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you still have, you know, just your buttons. Go forward and back. I've, we've we've talked about it in a couple in a bunch of different episodes visiting broken websites that are just complete garbage. Well, it's my favorite thing to do online. <laughs> the Grind Townhouse website. Yeah. An MP4 how video. Many, how many times have we shouted this out on? <laughs> I think Ken brings it up once an episode. Um, but yeah, I I think like even though it looks really old, it still works. Does it have? I I didn't. Um, say if I had like really binge this I would be looking for like arrow key support does this have that I don't know I was using either of you do it on desktop too um, no I didn't Okay. I was on my phone and on my tablet I don't know you don't know Um, if I'm a caveman it doesn't work very (laughs) well honestly after this episode (laughs) just because my car is pedaled by my feet (laughs) doesn't mean that I'm a caveman um, it's might vintage. Be like, man, it's vintage. Uh, you you might be a car. car. I was just saying that it works. It still works very well, but it doesn't work very well on mobile. It still works. It's not broken mm-hmm. on mobile, but the the zooming in and out uh, on mobile isn't great. But anywhere else, it works. Anyway, uh, good comic. Uh, very fun. I want to continue it. I want to know what's up with uh, people, Vic. Why? She moved from Nebraska, and she's going to get killed by Corncob Head. Um, <laughs> yeah, that I, I, I love really... that guest comic. It was so good. <laughs> if you um, yeah, if you give up uh, the finance easily financial security, yeah, then you never return. Because Corncob Head will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if that's how she feels moving out into uh, Rhode Island. Again, this happened way before she moved here. No, I wonder <laughs> if she saw her, her future. It's her future anxiety yeah. Yeah. in comic form. Create um, these things. I wish I could draw my future anxieties out. I feel like that somehow helped yeah, me. Yeah, they're pretty easy. <laughs> B, come, come visit us in Connecticut. Sure. We're, no, we're, we're hanging out now. Do, do real life interview. Okay. I wouldn't put that pressure on any old <laughs> We'll um, find you. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, cut, cut, cut. She can uh, see that we all have corn cob heads. <laughs> we're actually from Nebraska. Um, I really, uh, like, I've just really enjoyed the, the characters of this, especially that they keep making vague references to Jack's old job, which you find out a little later on. Yeah. He used to be a TV newscaster. Oh, fucking well, yeah, and the TV You find that out like two yeah. seconds into the comic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then... He it, has a dream about it, too. Right. Yes, and he wears the shirt. 
and yeah. that he's he likes the shirt. Something the shirt. something so embarrassing happened to him that he became a meme, and it is not brought up Ooh, what it is. That's good. And so whenever people recognize him in public, he gets really nervous, which is just a fun character trait. Huh. I think that's that's something that, that I just like enjoy. I, I was wondering about that. Um, yeah, but they and uh, in the the arc that happens right after you guys stop, they have a uh, double date uh, where you know Jack and Maxine go out with one of their uh, friends. And then immediately, the, two of their well, no, they're, one of their <laughs> friends is introducing a date. Like, so it. uh, it's like they're, they're meeting this date for the first time. And it's like, and the date goes, oh, hey, I think I recognize you. And Jack's like, don't, 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 oh, don't, no. don't. Be like, this is not the date conversation you think it is, like, kind of thing. Uh, and I, that's just one of those things where sometimes I find it like, really hard to think of characters that, like, are something different, you know, that have, like, a different that aren't, don't feel derivative, you know? And that's one of the things that I think that this comic does pretty well at, especially the when they, you know, get into later uh, introducing Lucy as, like, a weird supernatural entity and uh, Victoria and, like, all these other characters that, like, even just, like, the regular human friends who are just tangentially involved because if you know Maxine, you get pulled into this stuff yeah. because you're around her. And, yeah, like, I, I love the whole... Yeah. Um... John Wayne Kiao, uh, like yeah, getting pulled um, in. Yeah, no, like the whole arc of uh, Dead Ringer is they get pulled into one thing after another after another. It's like, yeah. so they, they go up there. She's like, can you do my laundry? And yeah. they're like, sure. And then she's like, can you do this other thing for me? And Max is like, sure. And then they go to the laundromat and there's a ghost. And they're like, we'll take care of that. And then she goes out to get her shit. And then... John comes up and she's like, "You gotta help me." Yeah, it's just and like it's just one completely thing snowballs. Like the, the yeah. climax of that arc, where like you know they're um, binding a ghost and blackmailing a laundromat, like yeah. like all that stuff is like a direct result of something that happened, you know, twenty pages ago. It just snowballs into that yeah. like climax, and it's really it's fun. And the, I think better uh, um, later chapters get even better about that when you have people who are actively trying to work against. Jack and Maxine, and uh, like different characters who think that she's like some crazy, uh, powerful exterminator, and others who are just like, no, she nobody knows who she is. She's not important. She just knows like two things about ghosts. Stop being tricked by her. She's just so. Um, do they do they introduce people who are good at this job at some point? Because yes. I'm curious what people who are good at this do would do any differently. Yes, they there's like there's like a professional uh, <laughs> there are professional right. ghost exterminators, and um, I find that uh, that stuff very fun. And I also like the when they get into the ghost bureaucracy of like oh no there's a way you're supposed to do it, and not only are you guys unlicensed but you keep doing it wrong. Right. And yeah, uh, there's the, the whole uh, news yeah. article that's like we think it was an unsanctioned exterminator and they broke all the laws and. <laughs> Yeah, they got blood. and also the ghost somehow got away, and they're like, "Fuck!" Uh, I like how much of that first chapter just revolves around their blood already being there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Cam, what did you uh, what yes, did you think of this? My blood is already. Yeah. Well, Cam, you are my blood. Oh. We, are, we are of the same blood. You're of you, blood. You've always been here. <laughs> you've always been here. God, I can't wait to watch Shining. <laughs> um, no, I enjoyed it. I was. I was. Um, I. I knew at some point Nick was going to do a, I said linear earlier, but that's not right. Like a story. Sequential, narrative. maybe. Sequential. A narrative webcomic. A narrative webcomic. There you comic. go, Seth. Um, like credit to Seth because yes, she said that. You guys are right. Um, I've never done one of those. I've always done like gag a week or like 
you know, semi-narrative one. And Cam's and thing like in a couple weeks is going to be read 500 gun show comics. Dude, yeah. it might be. <laughs> um, It'll only take me 40 minutes. I know, that's so. the thing, is you can click through that shit real fast. Uh, but if we did that episode, it would just be, this one's funny. What was that one? Oh, it was this. Oh, it was funny. <laughs> well, I liked that. That was good. And then we'd... Wizards, you know, like, no sense of right and wrong. Yeah, 30-minute show. But I enjoyed this. I um, was far, far, far far more interested in the personal relationships than the ghost hunting. The ghost mm-hmm. hunting, I was, like, really trying to just get through. So <laughs> I wasn't interested in that at all. I really did like the personal relationships in this, especially yeah. when you get into, like, yeah. Victoria, who's like, oh, yeah, we know each other, but we don't, uh, like, hang out, you yeah, know? Yeah, and, and the whole, like, why Maxine is trying to figure out, like, who she is, what she is, where she's from. And, like, the monotony of it of like oh we got to take the bus home but your hair is covered in blood yeah, really yeah. don't worry most of it's mine yeah, yeah. most yeah. of it's mine no, that was good that was a good line <laughs> good joke good like subtle you know it all felt very non-generic the personal relationships yeah. between uh the two characters i did like two main characters anyway. yeah they've got like a a romantic relationship but it's not like a oh i love you oh my god right they almost seem like like they've either been in a relationship for so long that they're just yeah, like that's how it extremely feels to me. comfortable with each other yeah. or you don't need to be constantly on each other and, blah, blah, yeah. blah. and I like the way they introduce it too because he's just like under their apartment smoking and she's yelling at him and it's like then he comes in through the fucking fire escape or whatever. Yeah. It's like, do these guys know each other? <laughs> and then, like, the, with the way it is later, it's like, oh, he probably came in through the fire escape so that he didn't talk have to talk to their uh, landlord. Yeah. Yeah. The hover over text is like, we have a door. <laughs> we don't <laughs> yeah. need to do this. Um, but it was nice to read a webcomic. It was super easy to read. Um, I complain to Nick about single issues all the time where I don't want to fucking... You're a single issue voter? No. <laughs> I, yeah, I vote against them. Oh, I see. But, uh, yeah, so... I'm not, but of ease to read, I mean, the webcomic is the easiest. I've kept browsers, you know, when pages open on my fucking phone for months, just like where I am in a webcomic. Right. Just click through it. Right. And in, in a way, this, this comic is definitely really good at that. Yeah. The only thing that would make it easier is if I didn't have the story arc name and it was just like a ghost story comic number. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can just fl- click the, the pages this way. But I also really like having the story names I in like there. I like that she does, like, yeah, story names. She does basically credits in the beginning. That's, yeah. That was really fun. Credits, um, title cards. Like, this is the arc. Like, this is this is what you're looking at right now. It was really impressive how good she was right from the start. Like, yeah, I would definitely say so as well. Really impressive. Yeah, in terms of the writing and the layout yeah. and everything, yeah. Joke telling and art. Like, I was mm-hmm. making fun of the art a little bit earlier with the color splash thing, but only because that is now more common like i really like that style of like what movie i think it was inside out has the paper plane short before it mm-hmm. where the guy yeah. that's all black and white and i think a splash of red at some mm-hmm. point so that that like kind of style has been done a lot which i like i like that style and but uh reading it, it was good i enjoyed it i didn't expect to enjoy it and and was kind of like, oh, this is just uh, an X-Files ripoff, right? And Nick was like, shut the fuck up. And, <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> and no, it's, kept saying, it's not because they're not... Uh, they're not well-funded government agents. But one character is tall and because a man. Because in ghosts. Yes. Well, everyone does. Everyone right? believes in ghosts. Ever heard of a knife ghost, Cam? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Mulder does stab a kid. Though. <laughs> He's like, this kid was a werewolf. I was like, uh. <laughs> All right. Maxine is kind of like the loose cannon archetype How that. What? No, um, Maxine, Maxine is kind of of the Mulder archetype where yeah. it's like of the mold. Mulder mold. But like, it's like it's another thing where it's not like nobody believes her, but people think she's crazy because she has crazy ideas. Like with Mulder, everyone's like, "I do not believe a word you're saying. I do not want to be in the same room as you because you will tell me the knife alien did it." And then with Maxine, it's like, no, I believe you. I'm sure you're right, but I don't want to be around you for whatever you're going to do to this ghost. (laughs) I still don't want to hear about the knife alien. (laughs) But I I also liked the, um, I mean, I'm only two arcs in, but the consistency of like, okay, we need $400 by next week. Whose rent is 80 bucks? Well, no, they needed 80 more to make Ah, okay. Right. That's what I got. Jack is working doing something else. Okay. Like he, so they gets, make 40 yeah. with the blood thing, and then they're like, oh shit, we still need $40. So when What's-Her-Name calls, he's like, we need $400. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, he was just going to ask for the minimal amount yes, that they need to get to rent next week. Next week. <laughs> I just like the consistency of that. It's something that maybe you don't see in like bigger shows or comics. It's like people get billions of dollars then like blow it by next episode you know mm-hmm. yeah it's like oh it's gone even though they do do that yeah so. yeah exactly <laughs> at least it's a consistent amount yes yeah it's that kind of bothers me sometimes like anyone would be smart about their money in this situation but but also um, it's like it's expensive to be alive in a city <laughs> yes but you don't need to spend 75 dollars at a bar every night but you could if you want yes to. it's up to you your life mm-hmm. uh i did feel like um, I don't know, you read a little bit beyond the end of the second arc. Did you get to, like, them kind of making up after the end of chapter two? No, they're still fighting in a very well-drawn woods scene right now. I'm, like, I'm literally, like, five pages ahead. That's yeah. good. You you were, like, so close to meeting Lucy, and it makes oh, me mad. I, I might finish it out. Like, or, I, you know, at least get to that. I really wish... Uh, I, like, I didn't want to give you guys too much because I don't want to overwhelm you with, like, oh, yes, read my favorite 300-page book or well, whatever. Well, we found out we all did this today. Yes. <laughs> so, I, so I feel like I have a little bit of grounds to make fun of all of you. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> we go for it. We, we knew it was easy, though. Like, if it was a book book, we probably maybe. Well, I mean. Listen to it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucks. <laughs> What's up with that? No <laughs> How come when it's my episode, it gets done Wednesday morning, but when... Everyone does <laughs> Yeah. Um, That's our show. Am yeah. I the only one who does the thing, like, immediately <laughs> after? These are my days off. This is when I have the most time, but, uh, yeah. It was good. Yeah, I, like I, I might finish, I might keep going. I miss having a webcomic. It's like having a book always with you, you know? Yeah. You can just be like, oh, I got five minutes. Let me just flip through. That's something that I really loved uh, having about a webcomic is because there are a lot of times where, I'll, where I will get to work in the morning and I don't have anything to do for the first, like, 45 minutes or so. Yeah. And it'll be like, okay, well, I can, like, I can catch up on a webcomic. Like, that'll be good. It does me better than scrolling through Twitter. Scrolling through Twitter is not going to improve the any... angry box. Yeah. <laughs> the box you look at to make you angry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to know what Michael Bloomberg is doing. I, I, oh, I actually kind of do need Well, okay, okay. What I'm saying is that for my... Per- I, I need to know because I, I need to personally stop him. And that that's for the evening when and, I get out of perhaps work. frisk him. Right, right. I, that, that, is, that is important. But, like, I, I, I need to know... White uh, people is where 95% of the crime happens. I, I, need to, I need to know for like an from, like, an activism point of view what Michael Bloomberg is doing. But... 
me as a person with a body and needs. Like I, when I wake up in the morning, I should not be looking at the angry box yeah, first thing in the morning. Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, like that's so like getting a nice like sequential story kind of thing. Like oh, easing it, easing into the day. Like oh, I want to find out, uh, read more of my favorite wacky ghost adventures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, wacky ghost adventures that occasionally get extremely serious. But like I. I like that. This is this is a serial story in a way that I don't get. It's it's something that, as someone who ate garbage in the form of Cape Comics for years and years and I was years and I years, I used to read Marvel Unlimited for an hour before work every day because of a bunch of situations. But and timing, <laughs> unfortunate, yeah. just so many bad things are happening. <laughs> and like. You know, there are a lot of good Cape comics. There are tons of... Well, that's because there are a lot of Cape comics in general. Like, eventually you would get a good writer and artist... is bound to. Yeah, a good writer and artist together in the same room to make Immortal Hulk or uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Ms. Marvel or whatever. Marvelous Uh, Ms. Marvel. Marvelous Ms. Marvel. Um, (laughs) Or, you know, like... Like, eventually All-Star Superman was going to get made, but, like, any... That was going to happen. This is something special, the product of one person's brain, and they get to spill it onto the page, and I, it's, it's kind of special, you know? Um, in that same vein, uh, I would like to also recommend uh, something that I might do in the future, but distant future, distant future. Um, I really enjoy uh, Atomic Robo, and that was uh, a paper, paper reg- regular issue comic that you can read and it got printed in trades and everything. Then a couple of years ago, the creator's like, I'm doing a Patreon. Every single comic that I've ever made for Atomic Robo is now online for free. Wow. But to support my new comics, like you can still uh, do the Patreon thing. And I thought that, that was really cool. Like It was just like a way to be like, yes, this story that I've been writing for a significant chunk of my life, I'm... I want people to read it, so yeah. it's going to be a webcomic. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that there are lots of great ideas that people this like because of the ease of access of this medium, you can just do whatever you want. Like, I was watching a video on a webcomic that I had never even heard of before that has all this kinds of like uh, characters killing each other in alternate universes and all this shit. It's like I can do wow. whatever I want. There's no executives telling me what to do. Nobody, no advertisers pulling my funding or whatever. Yeah, you can I can have like that last arc. Uh, I'm changing this part. Yeah, the most that violent, most like overtly sexual, like whatever you want, uh, whatever kind of creative ideas you have, you can put out onto the page, and nobody's going to like call the cops over it. At least I hope not. Like you know, like what? Well, it's not going to do anything. And that's kind of it's just. This is a unique space, and I think that this uh, a ghost story is a great way of illustrating that. Yeah, that's um, good. I enjoyed it. So, uh, if you wanted to send us some kind of criticism, if you wanted to s- criticism, insult, insult, if you wanted to send us your own web comic, yeah, right. Critique our color palette. The comic I was just talking about is called Feast for a King, by the way. That okay. the, the crazy one with all the alternate universes feast. and blood. Um, you got me back at King. <laughs> so. If you wanted to send us your own webcomic, uh, preferably a Sprite one, just to make it easier to read. Yeah, uh, not a Pepsi one. Try <laughs> not, Dr. Pepper one. Try not to mix the sprites from Mega Man 7 and 8. They look different, and it's just a little weird to see them next to each other. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's for, that's for somebody out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you wanted Dave. to send us your own review, where would you send it, Cam? Um, I think it's Casey Affleck in indie movie, a ghost story.com. Okay. I think that's it. All right. I'm pretty sure. That's it. <laughs> uh, Seb, what's that email? Scott Livermore at 
manly guys doing manly things at bobandgeorge.com. All right, that's enough. Um, <laughs> it is please don't cast at gmail.com. That is please don't cast at gmail.com or bother cam at, at please don't cast on Twitter or yes. please don't cast on Instagram. If you're listening to this um, now. I was supposed to post those pinball pictures on the Instagram and I probably will soon. <laughs> Get ready for that. You missed it from. I, hopefully, by the time you hear this, I posted this. <laughs> an entire week after. <laughs> I am going to be editing this episode. I'm going to be like, that motherfucker. <laughs> Um, no, we don't have any special emails I this week. But the um, dick fuck if you want us, <laughs> if you want us to do, if you want us to do an episode, you want to talk, uh, you want to tell us your own personal history with a notorious uh, Floridian criminal Bumfardo, um, or uh, you started reading, watching, or playing something because we were talking about it on the show. We want to hear about it. So send us an email, send us a tweet, uh, shit post on Instagram, whatever you want. And uh, I am just going to say that I'm really happy that you guys gave the bare minimum of effort to, to, like, to, like, (laughs) yeah, like, to to do this, because I know, I know, like, I always try and go, like, oh, I'm going to try and do something a little out of their comfort zone, and every week you guys are like, (laughs) it's not a movie? (laughs) No, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you this time, Seb. This no, uh, it, it's mostly like, all right, I want, I'm going to have you read, and then Cam and Alex immediately both groan in unison. <laughs> hey, I read the subtitles on a mob movie every week. <laughs> oh, I but uh, new experiences. Alex actually has one for us next week, isn't well, that right, I, Alex? I, I, We're going uh, from. Well, never mind. <laughs> no, no. Do you want to do the bit? Are we no, doing the bit? I don't know the bit. You go. You do the bit. Well, all right. So Nick had us try something a little different this week. Oh, that now, <laughs> now we're going to do something we've done a bunch, yes. but differently. Yes. Um, a new spin on an old classic. Yes. Like Coke 2. <laughs> Coke 2? I can't believe they did Coke they Zero before Coke, Coke 2. No, didn't they call it Coke 2? No, it was, it was it, New Coke. It was New Coke. Pepsi I've 1. Drinking. <laughs> I've been drinking Coke 2 for like a month. Is that like my fingernails are falling off? <laughs> So I think that's. I don't think that's right. That's something else. I have two problems. We have two Coke. Coke two problems. Coke two problems. What are we doing, Alex? Sorry. <laughs> um, so uh, recently, as of uh, a month or so ago, I uh, tracked down a VR headset. Wow. So we will all be, and some of us have already. Well, actually, all of us have tried it. We'll um, we will be playing virtual reality and talking about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to be putting on one of those dorky ass headsets. Virtual reality. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, talking to the weird computer god from Ex- Serial Experiments Lane. Ooh, yes. yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm going finally to finally live in a virtual world world where I still have fingernails. <laughs> Cam's going to climb a ladder to open up his files. <laughs> <laughs> I put them all out there. <laughs> The recycling bin is across the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have the jerk-off attachment yet. Oh, God. The auto-blow? <laughs> have to expedite my order. How much do you think that thing fucking costs? Oh, it can't be cheap. $10,000. <laughs> the funny thing, though, is it's worth it. <laughs> the reviews say it's pretty good. Best sex I ever had. I'm just imagining somebody in a, an unfurnished concrete basement with, like, a, a $1,500 gaming PC and a $10,000 auto-blow. <laughs> <laughs> it's me ramen every week. It's sucked off like a cane. 
<laughs> buy a king? <laughs> I said like a king. Oh, okay. But also, well, mm. I mean, hey, you know what? Uh, it's if at VR you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, I, I used it. Royally. <laughs> oh, all right. In script. Get on the Burger phone. King on the phone. <laughs> what? Get Burger King on the phone. You guys I'm sort of sneaking, but sucking. Like <laughs> the flashlight launch or something like oh. that. Wait, is it an app or something? No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a machine. It's a drone? <laughs> it's a machine. <laughs> You just hear the noises it makes and you're like, oh god, Amazon's got another one. You know what I want to really blow is four spinning blades <laughs> No, it's a it's a flashlight, but it but it does the work for it's you. It's gonna deliver my package. Oh. <laughs> That's it for our show, See you next week. We'll see you next week with VR and I'm sure a bunch more of these jokes. Oh, and for now, you're getting ghosted. <laughs>